0: The News at Noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health, Owensboro Health Foundation. Your tri-state weather today, cloudy with scattered drizzle during the afternoon, a high of 48. Scattered drizzle and cloudy tonight, low of 38. And on Saturday, mostly cloudy during the morning, then becoming mostly sunny and warmer with a high of 63. Right now, 40 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. Muhlenberg County's last coal mine is closing. Employees of Central City's Pride Mine got the word Thursday that the mine will close in 60 days, idling about 200 miners. Pride Mine operates under Muhlenberg County Coal Reserves, Incorporated. The mine is located on River Hall Road. No explanation has been given as to the closure. Henderson County officials will hope to stop illegal dumping With the help of cameras, Judge Executive Brad Schneider says it's mostly happening near the city dump in the northern part of the county. A lot of the dumps are from people coming in from outside the community, such as contractors. Schneider says buying new cameras will hold people accountable when they try to dump illegally. A medication that normally costs around 50 bucks at the pharmacy is now free St. Vincent in Evansville and Warwick County has opioid rescue kits available at six of their locations. The goal is to make Narcan the most accessible in the hopes that people will be more comfortable having it around. The Indiana Department of Health reported over 1,500 overdose deaths last year. There were close to 10,000 emergency room visits for overdose. Vandenberg County accounted for 36 of those deaths. Locations for the Narcan boxes can be found at the WIKY news site. The deaths of a police officer and a court employee in the Kansas City suburb of Independence, Missouri, came amid a record surge in the number of police officers shot on the job. ABC's Andrew Deimbert has more the tragedy unfolded yesterday afternoon when a court employee tried to serve an eviction notice that's when police say someone inside opened fire killing Drexel Mack a civil process server in his early 40s the suspect then opened fire on first responders killing 35 year old police officer Cody Allen a father of two investigators have not said what led up to the shooting but our Kansas City affiliate KMBC reports the property had delinquent taxes with more than twenty eight thousand dollars due yesterday the number of police officers shot on duty in the U.S. has hit a record high. 378 were shot last year. That's a 62% increase since 2018. An Evansville man has apparently changed his mind about representing himself. Malachi Littlepage faces battery and disorderly conduct charges. He's accused of breaking a bone in a police officer's face during an arrest at a domestic disturbance call in January. During a recent court appearance, he asked to represent himself. During a subsequent appearance yesterday, Little Page thought better of it and asked that his previous attorney be reappointed for him. The court granted that request. A heart-wrenching scene in the small town of Stinnett, Texas, after it was left in ruins by the state's worst wildfire in history, the tight-knit community of about 1,600 people now consoling one another in some of their worst moments.
1: ABC's Matt Gutman reports. Chanel Young was napping with her one-year-old when police rapped on her door.
0: He's like, you don't have much time, get out. So I grabbed all three of my dogs, my child, as much as I could, and got out.
1: Chanel thought it would be the last time she'd see her house. But when they drove back through the neighborhood, they saw another house on fire. That of her firefighter neighbor, Charles Clark.
0: I said, Charles, you saved my house when yours was burning. He was crying. And his daughters were here And they were crying.
1: He'd made a choice to send a team and a truck to her house, sacrificing his own.
0: A plea deal for a man in connection with an officer-involved shooting is rejected by the court. Samuel Curry Jr. is is supposed to be sentenced under the plea deal yesterday, but the court rejected the deal and set trial for May 28th. It was in May of last year that police spotted Curry at a gas station at Louisiana and Heidelbach. Officers say Curie opened the door to his car armed with a handgun, and officers opened fire on him. No one was hit, but the incident is still being considered an officer-involved shooting. A Gibson County jury deliberated just 90 minutes before finding Kevin Smith guilty of child porn case. Smith stands convicted of dissemination and possession of child pornography. He'll be sentenced on March 18th and faces up to 20 years in prison Smith was arrested in 2021. Drugs were found when the warrant was served. He'll be tried later for dealing meth. More information has been released about the Owensboro police officer fired last week. Aleph Zavala responded to a call at a storage unit on December 8th. A woman at the scene was making sexual gestures during the investigation. Documents show Officer Zavala could be seen smiling during the interaction on another officer's body cam. Zavala allegedly returned to the scene and attempted to force a woman to pull her pants down as well as choking her. The woman claims he tried to rape her and says the pants she was wearing has his DNA on them. Evidence was sent to a lab. Criminal charges are pending. People incarcerated in Indiana state prisons could soon access federal Pell Grants for education. Ivy Tech Community College announced this week the Indiana Department of Corrections has approved two of its programs. If approved prisoners will have an opportunity to receive financial aid for high-quality education and training for good-paying jobs. The high-demand workforce sectors include business, manufacturing, logistics, and automotive. Ivy Tech will collaborate with IDOC to ensure graduates are placed in in employment with felon-friendly employers. This weekend, you're being encouraged to set your phone down, turn off your TV, and close the laptop. ABC's Sherry Preston has more on Global Day of Unplugging.
1: Is your phone the first thing you reach for in the morning and the last thing you look at before bed? Are you constantly checking your Instagram feed, your email, watching TV? This weekend, you might want to take part in something called the Global Day of Unplugging. The idea, pick a 24-hour period, then go screen-free, connect with others, go on a walk, read a book. In a time when the Surgeon General has declared loneliness an epidemic and story after story discusses the toll that social media has on young people's mental health, many say even one day of digital detoxing is a good idea. Sherry Preston, ABC News.
0: You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM, WIKY.
1: From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks were on track for their seventh winning week in the past eight. The Dow this morning was up 61 points and back over 39,000. The S&P was ahead half a percent. The Nasdaq was seven-tenths of one percent higher. Bitcoin was over $61,000 this morning as some of the largest investment firms start to offer those funds to customers. Merrill and Wells Fargo are making spot Bitcoin exchange-traded funds available to some of their wealth management clients. Economists say a mid-year interest rate cut is still on the table. The assessment follows the latest inflation report showing core prices up 2.8% year-over-year in January, the smallest rise in three years. The Commerce Department also reports a slowdown in consumer spending last month. In the crosshairs of the IRS, high-income earners who owe back taxes. The Internal Revenue Service is sending noncompliance letters to 125,000 people who make at least $400,000 and skip paying taxes between 2017 and 2021. Jim Ryan, ABC News.